Folks, and welcome to episode 70 of the Boring Lives of Interesting People podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Kitty Lady Lama's case with a K Mesmer of the 27 PhD, aka the new little K. I'm 27, right? I don't think so. I've gotta be. Aren't you Dan, am I 20... 27? <laughs> yes, he says yes. Okay. So I'm, uh, I'll, take, I'm I'll take his word for it on your age. <laughs> Katie is 26. She turns 27 in October, so. Wait, now Dan, no, because it's 2018. I'll be 20. But I'm t- I'm 28 in October. Yeah, but you're less than a year older than me. Because you were born in 90. But if you're 27 now, you won't be 28 before me. You will be 28 in October. Yeah, you're 26. She's Wait, tw- really? She's 26. <laughs> Katie is also 26. Shit. You're the same age. Katie Barrett, that is, of course. Okay. Do you Let want me to, do that over. Do you want to take it? I'm leaving all this in, but take it again. <laughs> and I am Katie, Lady Lamy's Cast the K, Mesmer, the 26th PhD, AK, the new little K. Why do I think I'm 27? Well, I mean, you're rounding up. I keep telling people I'm 30. I'm not 30 yet. It's coming, but I'm not 30 yet. Fair. Okay. So how are you, other than not knowing your age? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. You know, I'm hanging in there. I've been uh working and then uh actually kind of not working because i've been sleeping until about noon every day and then going in and not getting fired so that's good that's the dream i think (laughs) are you supposed to be sleeping until noon or should you be in earlier no one is noticing yeah pretty much katie (laughs) (laughs) that seems bad yeah, well, I I kind of told my boss today, and and she kind of gave me like a fake chewing out. She was like, "Oh God, Kitty, you're not holding your weight around this place, and I demand that you're in at seven a.m. every day." And then uh, we both laughed, and um, yeah, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I I wonder, but like, I mean, if <laughs> if you both know it was fake, that's probably good. Yeah. Like, she was laughing the entire time she was doing it, so. Maybe out of but fear, because she had to put on, like, boss pants. No, I doubt it. Like, I think she probably did that because I was acknowledging the fact that I wasn't adhering to, like, a genuine schedule of be here during reasonable office hours. <laughs> um, but I told her I was going to try and fix it, so, I mean, there's that. So if I go in tomorrow... At 11, that's an improvement. <laughs> yeah. It's so anyway, right. how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm finally acclimated back to normalcy, and I don't like it. I don't want to be normal. I know. It sucks coming back from Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. I, I hear people who get back and like quit their job and go through crises, and yeah. yeah. All, all that sounds great right now. <laughs> So what? Okay, before we head into that, what yes. would you do as your crisis? What would I do? Yeah, like, would you actually quit your job, or would you continue working your job, but like turn to a life of vigilantism, like stealing people's bikes back in Davis? I don't know what kind of crime goes on in Davis, so that's all I can really assume. It's usually public drunkenness and bike theft, and that. <laughs> I'm not, that's kind of it. Like, I guess I could get people's bikes back. I'd start with my bike that was stolen like six years ago. I'm still bitter about, but eh. yeah, there you go. Uh, start an investigation. <laughs> well, should I wear a costume in this scenario and let, what should my I, name be? I think so. I think you should be, I mean, Cordova Tron is pretty standard. Like you could just start with that one and then like, as soon as something magical happens at, in your vigilante like thing, then you can like alter your name and your persona to what match you, that. What do you mean magical? You mean like a vat of poison goo falls on me and I'm able to stretch or something? <laughs> Not that you fall into a vat of poison goo, but that the vat falls on you. Yeah. I like <laughs> Well, like it's very in, original. <laughs> in Daredevil, the vat exploded on his face. 
and of course Batman Joker fell in the goo. Well, right. So, See, yours is original because it's falling it, on top of you. Right, it's falling down from above. It's raining on me, but it's still in a barrel. So I also get like bodily injury, and then it leaks. But I get really stretchy. Yeah. Right, right. But stretchy. So that's like your superpower. The one you want is stretchy, ism, stretchiness. All right. So instead of working on finding a new career path, I'm going to focus on this instead. This sounds much more fulfilling. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, but real talk, you know, always kind of peeking another job options, but whatever. Uh, For sure. Yeah. We're, I am like leaving the area early next year anyway, so that'll force me to not work there anymore, I guess. So I've got to figure out That's that. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we actually saw each other. IRL for the first time in a while uh, about a month and some change ago because uh, I got married and you were yes! and you were one of my uh, groom's folk I believe we decided yeah! on yes yeah, best so that, name yeah. <laughs> I went with groomins for a while I'm like nah it still sounds like groom man it doesn't work groom folk is where, where we landed I think but yeah that was, mm-hmm. that was fun so just it was a good time to sum it up in the most like nonchalant way ever it was, it was fun <laughs> It was a really good wedding. Yes. Congrats. And I'd like yes. to thank you on the record. I thank you already in person and all the stuff for like helping out with everything. You guys were very, very, very helpful in like the closing closing seconds there. Uh, for wh- sure. Which yeah. was interesting because uh, in my head, the whole like wedding thing started off as an illusion. Like I, I kind of wanted what Katie got to have where she just sort of appears. But <laughs> the wedding was supposed to start at five at like 450 i was still just like wearing a t-shirt running around setting up tables <laughs> as people yeah. were arriving and wondering like what i was doing so my whole illusion <laughs> got ruined but <laughs> but like it was it was still like great amazing like amazing time and uh like i i can see how people go into the quote-unquote bridezilla thing because like things just go don't go right and you're stressing out and it becomes like a whole thing uh so we tried to fight off that but you know, I think I yelled at Katie's dad at one point. That was fun. Oh, oh, not, not like serious. <laughs> I may it, have missed that. Uh, it was at the rehearsal rehearsal that we did the night before. And he was just kind of like, he's just sort of generally a smart aleck guy. And I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to deal with that at the moment. So I was like, get your ass over here, get in line. We're doing this now. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yes, you are. Stop playing, get in line, do it. <laughs> he did. So that was nice. But uh, I think that was my one minor freak out just because, wanted to do that part because we were still setting up yeah that seems justified though because that's you don't like say no to the person that you're trying to help right in their wedding like (laughs) i don't know that just seemed a little bit off but i have only gone to one other wedding maybe no two two three three morgan yeah (laughs) no i think it's three on purpose i've probably been dragged to someone as a kid but like my friends, I went to Kyle's wedding. I went to uh, Morgan, who I went to high school with, and then a friend of Katie's, and then this one. And I never really thought about the wedding, the couple, how in like, uh, duh, it's their wedding, but how involved in everything they are, and how it's this big social gathering, but it's so hard to be social. And that I, I'm kind of <laughs> sad about that part because like there are people there I haven't seen in forever. Like I haven't seen you in person forever. I haven't seen like Josh McCabe and years or like people i used to work with and stuff and we got to Mm -hmm. go from table to table and just sort of say hi but like we weren't able just to like catch up and that makes me sad yeah so like we want to do it again minus the ceremony minus the (laughs) like the angry like grandparents who were mad about nachos and stuff like that and just basically have a party so we'll we'll come back to that maybe 10 years or something they were mad about nachos are you serious uh we had people that were mad they didn't have a meal uh, that is a meal. <laughs> I know. For, for our listeners, like, Katie and I regularly eat nachos for dinner, and that's what we had as our meal at our wedding. And to some people, that's more of an hors d'oeuvre or an appetizer, but we saw people piling massive, just mountains of nachos, and it's like, yeah, that's like three meals, dude. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> and they were very good, by the way. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, I love like those nachos and doing donuts instead of cake was a lot of fun as well. And it was, it was, it was exactly what we wanted it to be, where it was just like a very us thing. And we hear it was like a, a good time by other people who seem unbiased and, you know, are being straight with, <laughs> well, I don't know about unbiased, but be at least being straight with us. Yeah, for sure. It was so, good. Cool. It was a good idea and it was cute. And yeah, 
easy to put together as somebody who helped put together. (laughs) Uh, What else did you do while you were in town? I know we went to CoinOp as a informal bachelor bachelorette sort of outing, but you do anything else while you were around in your old stomping grounds? Uh, Nope. We just hung out with Dan's parents, well, his other family, his family on his mom's side, and then we went home. So, yeah. (laughs) Fudge it, It was just nice and casual, and yeah. So before I dive into the honeymoon side of things and other outings, what else have you been up to? I saw Avengers Infinity War. Okay. What do you think? I actually liked that one. Oh, you said actually. Were you expecting not to? Very much so. Why? Um, Because it's literally Justice League. And uh, I was not expecting Marvel or Disney to have the gall to do what they did at the end of the movie. So I was just very happy about that. All the rest of it, I was pretty much bored and like, okay, you're you're like trying to make me feel something for this character, but I definitely don't feel it. So whatever. Now I and then go ahead. Hmm? Sorry, no, sorry. Oh no, no, I was gonna move on to the next movie. <laughs> oh, uh, just real quick, like I have not seen it, but I got bored at one point and read what everyone was upset about. Does <laughs> does anything matter up until the last fifteen minutes of the movie? Like I'm sure he absolutely got... not. I didn't think so. So like, I, I feel like I've already I don't need to see it, but I probably will just for the sake of uh, ticking off boxes and being part of the social norms. Yeah. Also, movie I mean... pass pays for it, so it's fine. No, for sure. Yeah. I still need to sign that up for that before it goes away. Yeah, it's on, the, I think it's on its way out. <laughs> um, but basically, it's a two and a half hour long build up to the ending scene because they're like trying to make you care about what happens at the end. And um, it's just a, like it's just a lot of fan service. And then people are still mad about it. And I'm just like, OK, whatever, guys. People are so biased toward Marvel that it just kind of ruins any actual storytelling that they could be doing with their massive amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I not to interrupt your your list, but like I mostly caught up Sans uh, Infinity War on the Marvel Cinematic Universe on planes. So I've seen everything now but Homecoming. So, and and the new Deadpool, right? Uh, is that that's not part of the universe, though, is it? I know it's like a Marvel thing, but he's not in Avengers, nor is non X Men Colossus or anything. So I don't know. Spoilies? What? It's fine. I know spoilies, <laughs> but I'll just leave it at that because I don't think anybody else knows either. But I mean, they did acquire Fox, so technically they have the rights to those properties. So what you're saying is, in the next Avengers movie, the Simpsons are going to be in it. I'll watch the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one. That's the crossover they're making. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so how do you feel about the other uh, Marvel movies? So there's, let's see, which ones hadn't you seen already? Uh, so I had not seen, up until recently, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Uh, I had not seen Ant-Man nor Doctor Strange. And when I looked that's at, right, okay. When I looked at the list of all the movies, I was surprised of that I had all that... I've only not seen five of them at that before that. Now I'm down to two, yeah, three sure. asterisks. But I thought <laughs> Thor Ragnarok was not really what I was expecting from the movie, but I kept hearing it was hilarious. It wasn't that funny to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Hulk was really annoying. Yep. Uh, I enjoyed <laughs> the character played by the director. Uh something waikiti the rock dude yeah i like uh, oh taika waititi yes. yeah i i the whole movie i thought it was reese darby though and i fell in love with it because of that but then i'm like all right well it's not reese darby it's still good um <laughs> and then uh ant-man i thought was pretty cool uh i think evangeline Lilly is a frustrating actress to watch though including yeah. in, in lost and in the hobbit and stuff and uh her being the second like Katie Bear's beef with Ant-Man is that the series, the comic started with both of them as equals, and they're not equals in this one. And I feel like she should see it, and then it might change her tune a little bit. But like, just the title of it alone being called Ant-Man, it I can see why it's frustrating to somebody who's like the woman's being r- written out of it. 
Yeah. But the second one is called Ant-Man and Wasp, which annoys me because right. that means she's going to be a more integral part of it. And I hate that. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I don't, I don't I like mean... Evangeline Lilly. The character's cool. And the story is like, it made a lot of sense why she was in this position she was in the film. Like with uh, her mom and stuff. And her dad like telling her not to. And she blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I do not remember anything about Ant-Man other than the fact that, like, I was okay with it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. When it. When it finished, I was like, all right, cool, check. That's great. Paul Rudd's charming. Evangeline Lilly is annoying. Uh, yeah, pretty the, much. <laughs> the, her dad also, that actor is awful. Um, I don't like that guy. I forget who he is. Who? Oh, okay. And then, I'll look after the show. Uh, Doctor Strange, I thought was, like, I can't think of another word right now, but strange. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was, like, visually really interesting, but also, like, as stunning as it was visually, the visuals also were super weird. Like, yep. when she's performing surgery on him and he pops out of a portal in the wall, like, Katie looked over at the screen because I watched this on the plane, and she's like, what is happening? I'm like, <laughs> oh, uh, he's projecting. It's dumb. Like, all the projection <laughs> stuff I, I thought was so stupid. Yeah. Well, I just... Like, all of the visual effects that would make it accurate to the comics or, like, to the concept of Doctor Strange just make it look like a B-rated, like, sci-fi movie. Like, I don't know. There's no there's no current technology to make it look cool enough, I guess, is my problem with it. I don't think uh, Marvel standards would make it look like a, a 90s B-movie because that's what I feel like would have worked, but... Uh... Really? I, I feel like they're... I don't know. I, I I honestly didn't feel like it was up to Marvel standards, number one. But two, I just I thought that it still looked way too cheap. I don't know. I did actually really like Benedict Cumberbatch. I, I like I know it's not a popular opinion for some reason, but I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he's a good actor and everything. And I really liked him in the Turing whatever movie. <laughs> he's got a cool um, voice. Yeah, he's he's a cool guy. I just like. I don't know. I can't take him seriously. And I think that's probably his problem yeah. like with most people. So after uh, Infinity War, you were saying something. <laughs> oh, oh uh, uh, Deadpool 2, I saw. And How was that? Uh, I guess I won't. I, I actually really liked it. Okay. I cried. Oh, no. <laughs> like, in a good way. Like, I cried um, in a similar way for... Uh, the fish movie. What was that movie called? Finding Nemo or Dory? Or <laughs> no. uh, Shape of Water? Or... Shape of Water. Yeah. That's on my I list of things really to talk bad. about. Oh, yeah. I really? love okay. that movie. Same. Oh, I do too. And Dan, so I made him go watch it with me, and he came out of it like, okay. Like, because everything was technically correct. And so he was like, I understand why they made this. I understand that this is going to win the Oscar and blah, 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 blah. And, but he, like, didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, ah, I don't understand. It was so good. I cried so much. Even as somebody that, like, loved that movie, I get that critique. Cause yeah, for sure. every step of it kind of felt like it was, to quote you, doing fan service, but, like, to different niches. And putting yeah. them all in a world that doesn't, that shouldn't work, but it works so well really does it's it's very well written and like i don't know they actually make you care about the people the characters and i don't know editing's great don't care <laughs> <laughs> i i wanted to see some hardcore action between uh paddington's mom and the fish thing her saying that something opens up and it falls out was not good enough for me i wanted to see how everything worked i agree but i do know that somebody on etsy i don't know if i told you this but somebody on etsy made a dildo inspired by the character from that movie and then Guillermo del Toro like actually wrote a tweet in response to it saying that's not what it looks like so we at least know what it does not look like okay I'm gonna find this I think <laughs> yeah wow all right do some googling there yeah, yeah. but you it's cried true. in Deadpool uh I guess not why but I'm surprised by that, considering how, like, fourth-wall breaky snarky it is that it would have emotions tied in. Yeah, I mean, I cry a lot about, like, one true love kind of stuff. And surprisingly, that sort of 
story was melded in there in such a way that it evoked tears out of my eyes. Uh, <laughs> way to be scientific about it. <laughs> my eyes got wet watching it. It happened. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's really good. And um, I really liked Zazie Beats. She was great as Domino. And, Thank you. I, I didn't uh, know who that was. <laughs> uh, yeah. She, she actually her character is super cool. I think I like really like that character. Um, and so I don't know how much you do. You know anything about Deadpool? Uh, comic currently being was re- being written by Brian Posehn, uh, a survivor of a bunch of different types of abuse. Uh, Burns. I saw the first one, and no. All right, let's just say no. What's up? Okay, well, no, I was just, like, it's not inaccurate or anything. I was just saying um, that his relationship with Cable in this one is not what you would expect if you know anything about Deadpool. I don't. So So great. (laughs) So there you go, yeah. I knew Cable from this one very, like, this one specific X-Men comic from the 90s. It wasn't even a comic. It was just, like a collection of cover art maybe that was just like characters and like the crazy you know how like if you get a comic book the cover is like this gorgeous just unbelievably detailed version of the character and then you open it up and it's like several step down from that because they've got to do a bunch of these at a time so (laughs) (laughs) the inside of this was nothing but the covers didn't have any dialogue anything it was just like beautiful versions of the characters and cable was in there and i was like what's with his arm that's all I remember. Ah. Okay, fair. And I, yeah. I got I mean... him, him and Bishop mixed up for a long time. I don't even know who Bishop is. Uh, another X Men guy. Okay. <laughs> Great, fantastic. <laughs> uh, and that's, I think, all I've done since you've been gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since we've last recorded, since I've been gone, that's all you've done. Uh, well, I mean, so I Katie, finished it's been school. like five months. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's been like... It's been four. Well, since we last recorded, yeah, probably. I have, like, notes in here from January that I'm just like, that doesn't even apply anymore. I'm getting rid of that. (laughs) (laughs) I suck at taking notes, so I didn't even have that problem. (laughs) Go me. Um, uh, But I finished school. uh, got pretty good grades this semester, so hooray. And then I'm now lead... You're not done, done, are you? (laughs) No, no, no. I have one more year. Um, and then I became lead articles editor for Law Review, so that's exciting. Sick. Yeah. Um, and I'm supposed to be doing stuff for that, but nobody's telling me that I have to get going on it, so I'm just kind of, like, pushing it off, which is great. Nice. Great responsibility of somebody who's just put into a leadership position, but it's fine. <laughs> whatever. Oh, but yeah, that's actually it. I haven't really done anything for the last five months. I've just been studying and not studying and playing video games and um, apparently going to see two whole movies. <laughs> I saw a bunch of other movies, like we mentioned Shape of Water. Uh, mm, I, yeah. I, I saw The Greatest Showman. That was strange. Dan wanted to see that. Was it good? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, I, my beef leaving, like it's not a spoiler, is that they don't, like I know it's supposed to be this like positive uh, musical about like believing in yourself and kind of like not doing society's ex- expectations of you but it's about the circus guy and they don't touch on the like years of abuse of the animals it's a uh, cool it's a, like I'm glad they don't because that'd be hard to watch but it just paints <laughs> it paints this picture of him as his his like uh, hero to all these downtrodden people and he may have been but I've also heard that like they were underpaid and basically forced to be with this life. And then he just beat the shit out of animals. And you can't make a musical about that. Um, I mean, you could. But would it have a <laughs> song nominated for best song in the Oscars? Probably uh, not. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I also saw three billboards outside of whatever Missouri. Uh, I kept hearing about that on Doug Loves Movies. How, what is your take on it? I, I enjoyed it. I understand also the critiques on it um, in that like the resolution isn't really fulfilling, but I thought it was a good movie. And All get, right. getting there was interesting. Cool. Uh, since it's been a while, uh, I saw Black Panther. 
Oh yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> I'm Did not, you like it? I'm not as on board as like most people, but that's also just my general being over superheroes, which still I even find it weird that I watched three of them on my way back from <laughs> from Dublin. I would have. Done, I mean, fair. I would have watched four if Homecoming was on the stupid TV in the back of the headrest, but it wasn't, so I just listened to podcasts. That's uh, fair. I thought Black Panther was cool. I'm I'm excited for the world they created and uh it made me have a realize my uh my man crush on michael b jordan that is a beautiful man oh he really is oh jesus like <laughs> katie and i left each and looked at each other i'm like michael b jordan can get it she's like absolutely i'm like all right cool <laughs> uh then we saw a, a rather upsetting movie called red sparrow starring jennifer lawrence yeah, I didn't even touch it because I hate her, but go on. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, it's it's half just confusing. Like, it, it's, it seems like it was advertised as, like, a Lady James Bond, which is what something blonde was. Bomb, uh... Oh, Atomic Blonde? Yes. That's kind of what that movie was from what I heard. This mm-hmm. kind of seemed like it had the same marketing, but it wound up being just, like, Jennifer Lawrence being, uh, you know, having no emotions... Because that's her acting range. And then she <laughs> would like fuck people and then not really get any information and then just sort of nothing resolved. And then it became torture porn and then it just sort of ended. That sounds absolutely stupid. So would not recommend. Um, then I saw Game Night, which was kind of fun, actually. That's what I heard. I kind of want to see it now, but I don't know. It's it's uh, a it's a it's like a adulty adventure movie. Like they go, it reminds you of like The Hangover, but it's a couple going through it who has kids and they're just like trying to be interesting with their relationship. And like I thought it was <laughs> no, like that's what they're doing. They're just like, oh, our lives are boring. Let's go try and do a game night. It becomes this whole chaotic thing, and it's like it's fun. It's an adventure movie, and I don't think it's amazing, but I I'd say watch it. Okay, cool. Uh, I saw Isle of Dogs the newest Wes Anderson thing. How did you feel about that? Uh, I thought it was more gross and darker than I was expecting. Um, Cause okay. uh, he did like <laughs> Wes Anderson did fantastic Mr. Fox, which is a cute Fox movie where they don't cuss and they say the word cuss and he snaps his fingers a lot. This had, Aww. this had a dog getting its ear ripped off in the beginning. <gasps> I mean, they're like claymation dogs, so it's better. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, trigger warning, I guess, for that. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't like watching that part, but then also they just like eat trash and there's like animated maggots and stuff. But then like the whole story, it's kind of cool. It's also just very Wes Anderson where it's just slow and you have to be in the like, right mood for it. Uh, so yeah, I'd say I would watch it again, but I'd have to be in a slow mood, I think. And then I saw Death of Stalin, which I would not recommend, I don't think. Oh, oh, okay. It's, Why? Uh, just kind of boring. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it was a. It reminded me of like if Quentin Tarantino tried to make a movie in like his eighties when people stopped giving shit about Quentin Tarantino. So it's like all these like really interesting conversations and like not a lot's happening, but you're kind of interested in what they're saying. So it's like Jeffrey Tambor and it's um, oh, fucking Steve Buscemi and all these like kind of prestigious older actors yelling at each other and it has like a tarantino vibe to it but it's all based around uh stolen dying oh and I, I mean that does sound interesting but also boring you're right <laughs> yeah how, how like interested are you in like early 1900s russian politics it's a lot of that honestly but... i love it all those movies they made us watch in like in high school those were my fave oh dr javago's <laughs> a shit uh, i mean yeah <laughs> i listened to a three parts of a four-part podcast uh, all about Rasputin, and I don't know why I haven't listened to four yet, because that's so fascinating. Same. Yeah, I uh, love that stuff. So there's a four-part thing on last podcast on the left they did recently. Like, I'd recommend listening to that. It's not my recommendation, but still, listen to it. Okay. Uh, then I don't actually remember if I saw this since we recorded last, but I, I saw Ready Player One. I heard that was mediocre at best. Uh, I enjoyed it, but it was not what the book is, which is what every book to movie is. But, I mean, they changed so much. It's like, if they called it something else, I would probably have enjoyed it more. But because it's called Ready Player One, I'm like, that's not what happened. But that's cool, too. Ah, I see. Okay, fair. 
but yeah, then um, we are now both bonded in this thing where we have both been to Europe and we're all cultured and shit now, aren't we? <laughs> so on yeah, my honeymoon, <laughs> yeah, of course, culture. You know, you went to the culture <laughs> of Harry Potter. You went to the culture of Disneyland. So did we. Um, yeah. But I went to Paris for six days, London for six days, and then I think Dublin for like five and a half or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so Paris, you did not warn me that I can't find water anywhere. Mm, Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, you have to buy carafes or buy bottled water. Uh, (laughs) A little bit of post (laughs) information. I know that now because we were having a bad time getting water. Um, I I heard since we got back that if you get the carafes at restaurants that's not the best call because it's tap water and they're tapped or full it is of lead so that's oh cool. i fucking didn't know that yeah that's great i don't know how, like my like i heard that from somebody whose information isn't always the most accurate i'm not going to name them but kind of a person that just assumes he knows everything oh okay uh but he said like they have an old pipe system that's just full of lead and don't drink their tap water do everything bottled so we might be dying i don't know at their hotel we did a lot of tap water well, I mean, I drank 30, 30 days worth of lead. So if I die, then you'll know you're dying. Right. But <laughs> you're, at this point, you're probably fine, I think. Yeah, who knows? Uh, <laughs> when you were there, did you do the catacombs? I forget. We did not. Um, I think we just didn't get around to it. But it was super cool. It's yeah. so many skulls. Like it's like it got upsetting at one point that I got over it. Yeah, I I mean I wanted to go. That's why I bought you guys tickets to it. But yeah, I'm I'm happy, I'm happy you guys didn't get lost. <laughs> they make it hard to get lost because like I guess ninety percent of it is like private. And you can't go in there, so it's pretty pretty self explanatory the ways you got to go. And if you have an audio guide, there's numbers and stuff. But there is so much that you like just can't see. And we told the guy at the hotel that we were going there. He's like, I was part of a club in college and I got to go to a lot of the areas that you can't go. And there's still, you know, 70 percent that they wouldn't even let me go into. But I I saw some (laughs) stuff. I'm like, did you see skulls? He's like, I saw so many skulls. (laughs) (laughs) Like the deep other cutoff areas. I can't imagine what else there is other than more skulls. Well, they might have like different arrangements of body parts yeah the catacombs is, seems to be all femurs and skulls yeah so, so maybe there they have like terrible a pelvis. things yeah pelvis <laughs> terrible things like children's skulls or something i don't know yeah they might uh but yeah, like, we... like baby skulls too because i i think a lot of kids i mean actually i don't know what what france's take on that was but i know like in london they, you know how they had those family portraits, and then they would paint the face in later if the child survived. I wonder I didn't if they know had that. something. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Yeah. So that's why their faces look so weird in comparison with like their baby self, is because they left the face blank and then filled it in later. Oh my god, I had yeah. no idea. That's kind of yeah. that's kind of metal. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So I wonder if maybe in France they just like they had the children who died in the same cata- like in the same family uh, catacomb but i don't know yeah i didn't do enough research to find out if anything <laughs> like that was the case uh like they had a whole thing that was like a they arranged all these bones in the shape of a giant barrel so oh my God. yeah they got like really weird and creative and like started making skulls into shapes of like houses and stuff in the walls and whoever did that god what the fuck I mean, that's probably why the plague started. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, I do know that you're not supposed to touch anything in there because, like, the plague is still inside the marrow of those bones. So, like, on the off chance that you touched it and, like, you contracted it. (laughs) So, at one point, I was going to touch one of the bones, but then I had this moment when I imagined a bunch of the skulls with faces on them. And that's when I was like, I, I hate this, actually. And then I, like I said, I got over that. I want to pick one of my favorite things, but like I just imagine, <laughs> I just imagine skin on everything. I got really grossed out. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, would not Good recommend imagining you, that. <laughs> uh, but, but like, like you, we also did Disneyland Paris, which we is not in Paris, but it was cool. Um, yeah, it's a very different vibe, and not just because people speak France, French, but because France, <laughs> <laughs> they're like legitimate roller coasters and. Uh, they were more into Ratatouille than I was expecting. 
I didn't even see that. Where was that? Uh, like a lot of the merch was Ratatouille, and they had, he had his own hat that was like ears, and then one that was like a chef's hat. And there was a whole oh. ride in the not California California Adventure thing. Oh, we didn't go in there. That might be why. We just went to the Disneyland place. Uh, uh we did a two day thing just because we wanted to like see what was over there, or not two day. Uh, Park Hopper. There's yeah. five rides there that are worth going to. Like, <laughs> good to know. And even then, I wouldn't like. One I'd probably pass on if you didn't have time. There's the Aerosmith roller coaster, which I, is what I would pass on. It's a cool roller coaster, but it's just Aerosmith stuff. Then yeah. there's the Ratatouille ride, which is great. It reminds me of like a well done version of all the rides at Universal, where it's like a 3D thing that moves around and sprays uh, you. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> uh, it's a well done version of one. And Katie gets really sensitive to motion stuff, and she was she loved it. Okay, fair. Then there's essentially the. Um, the elephants the dumbo ride but it's magic carpets which is cool that is cute i like that and then they still have the tower of terror it has not been rebranded yet or... i did hear that yeah so if you've done the tower of terror it's the same exact thing but uh you know it's still tower of terror yeah i don't know like i i liked disneyland paris but i think most of the appeal of disneyland for me is the I guess the decoration, because that was something I found so severely lacking over there. Like, if you guys went on the um, the haunted house, oh, it was over closed. in Disneyland, it was closed. It was closed. That, that sucks. Because that's my favorite <laughs> ride at Disneyland. That's my favorite thing in the world. And they had a big tent around it, and it said Phantom Matter closed. And I was just like, Aww. I was like, we got to go home right now. I'm getting on a plane. I'm sad. Yeah, that sucks. Cause I like, I like. Actually, I don't think that one's any different because I think it is just like the same track. I think it's just slightly different pacing wise. But the outside of it is just this like it looks more like a real Phantom Manor would look. It doesn't have quite as many, um, you know, plants or anything, mm -hmm. but it's not overgrown. It doesn't have any like creepy statues or anything like that. It's just got like knocked over bird feeders. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just really weird. And it's just covered in gravel. And it just looks like somebody took a day off when they were planning out the like all the plants and stuff for that area. And it was just like it took me out of it. And then from then on, I was just like, well, this Disneyland is far less cool than the regular Disneyland. And then yeah. I couldn't quite enjoy myself for the rest of the day. <laughs> One thing that stuck with me from when we you talked about it was how you can see everything from where you are. And that's totally true. Like the idea yeah. that you're in a, a land and that's the only place you are is not does not exist there. Uh, yeah. I thought like deep, yeah. deep in the area where Pirates is was cool because they have got weird giant skull and like it's kind of I don't know. It's its own little area was neat. But other than that, yeah, like you go up in Alice in Wonderland's maze thing and you get on top and it's like, oh, there's. There's no Matterhorn here. I didn't know there was not a Matterhorn here. <laughs> I could see Star yeah. Wars stuff and the Indiana Jones roller coaster. That's very okay. Yeah. Actually, I liked the Indiana Jones roller coaster, but both times I was leaning forward, and so I got pretty bad whiplash. <laughs> when did we get it, off? It, Go ahead. Uh, I, there's, like, this one corner of it where, like, the ceilings are really low, and... Um, when it makes that turn, it makes it really quickly. And I got like shot back and it hurt real bad. But yeah, anyway, go on. <laughs> when, when we get off uh, their big thunder, we hit something where like the track kind of like hopped or something or like, <gasps> and it like, it was part of the, it didn't like come off or anything, but there was just like a chunk. Like it felt like we went up like an inch and then went back down that we were, we shouldn't have. And for some reason that tiny motion just like, hurt my back so bad i've never felt like more old than at that moment when i start off a ride it goes one <laughs> little bump before it does anything else it's like oh, oh my back yeah for sure i feel that thunder was actually closed when we went so we didn't get to go on that we, we also didn't get to go on pirates so i have no idea uh, what those two rides uh pirates was basically the same it was just slightly reordered uh oh, okay. one thing that i that Katie particularly loved that I thought was really cool as well was the redheaded wench is a pirate herself. Oh, cool. She's got a gun. She's standing there. There's not a, there's not like a, a ladies for sale area. 
and so she's you know not a victim in this i think that's what they're going for in america now but france Mm. france it seems like that's what it's just been that's pretty cool i like that uh but yeah other than that it's reordered slightly and uh the song uh pirate's life for me is in french which is so strange (laughs) (laughs) Uh, also like did you when did you did you do space mountain Yes, we did it about five times. <laughs> was it Hyperspace Mountain? Uh, Star Wars doubt. It. Yes, yes, it was. How weird was it to hear people yelling at each other in French, like call signs, and then hear Chewbacca roar? It was pretty roar. weird. Yeah, <laughs> just suddenly. Yeah. I, I thought that was really <laughs> funny. I mean, like, duh, it's gonna be in French, but I was, I thought it was fun. Yeah, no, it was cute. Um, I. I think I like that version maybe better mm-hmm. because they didn't slow it down. I know in America they slowed it down. And then also the one in Paris goes in increasing uh, quickness throughout, uh, velocity? <laughs> I don't know, throughout the day. So like every single time we wrote it, it got faster and faster and faster. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think like at the end of the day, it was like twice as fast as it was uh, first thing in the morning. So that was really cool. See, Katie was convinced that's the case at Disneyland here, but I didn't notice a difference when we want it like 930 versus other times we've gone. So the one here only gets faster after like 10 p.m. Oh, I guess we didn't go late enough. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's because like they assume most kids are going to be sleeping by the, or like kids that can go on it, but would not be okay with the increase in speed or something i don't know why ever they um reduce the speed on it but they probably assume that those kids would be sleeping at that moment well that'll probably wake them up (laughs) yeah maybe uh so from paris we went to london and we took a train because that's the only way we could figure out how to do it because we didn't think about that part until too late so that train was stupid expensive, but it was kind of cool and got to see like the, yeah. the outskirts and that was neat. And then the tunnel was just like a half hour of darkness. I don't know what I was expecting, but then we get out and we're <laughs> in London or we're in England. Yeah. No, it's really cool. I like that ride. Um, that I'm happy ride, you guys didn't get that ride. Oh, sorry. I know what well, you mean, but <laughs> going from Disneyland to that, it seemed funny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'm happy you guys didn't get stuck. So that's good. Nope. Good, uh, good on the tunnel, people. Yes. <laughs> I thought about that the whole time that like, oh man, we're going to like, I don't know why, but we're going to get stuck in here and we're just going to be like underwater for a while. And I just kept like thinking the worst, like that, like it would flood or something that came later when we we're out of there. But, uh, <laughs> but I, like, as we're going, get out like, Hey, it went well. Uh, yeah. London was really cool. Um, it's a place I've wanted to go like my whole life and see some things. I didn't realize how much I wanted to see like Stonehenge. We went out to Stonehenge. It's just a bunch of rocks you can't get close to, but oh my god, it's so cool. I wanted to go really bad, but like, isn't the ride out there like five hours or something? Uh, it was about an hour and a half ride from just some weird tour company. Um, so they they like dropped us off out. They took us out there and they give us like an hour, which is like more than enough time to check it out. And yeah. we check it out. It like also covers the ticket to get in there and all this stuff. And you go check it out. You hop back on the bus. They take you back to wherever we were. And it was like, yeah, that was cool. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll go with Dan when I drag him to London. I don't know why he doesn't want to go, but he's dumb. So yeah, he's pretty <laughs> dumb if he doesn't want to go. Yeah. Uh, I... Like, like I said, it's just big dumb rocks. But damn, what are they there well, for? Well, I mean, it's <laughs> the cool. mystery yeah. stuff. It's just like, why were these people so compelled in the past to make, like, Lego structures? Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Then we saw a show at the Globe. Didn't you do that as well? I did. What did you see? We saw Hamlet. Oh, cool. Which was pretty cool. Um, typical me, every Shakespeare thing. I kind of don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize for a while that it was a play within a play. I know that now. Um <laughs> Once I, I should have like, I don't know, read it or did a plot synopsis or something. I literally knew to be or not to be. And that was it. And even then, like when it came up, I'm like, oh, that's right. That is from this one. But it, they had like, they did something really cool. They like flopped genders on a bunch of the roles and um, they included uh, an actor who was deaf. 
And when, oh, cool. the, when they came out to do their part, the person who was like their partner in it, I don't know any of the part names, would like interpret where they were in the script to the other person. So like I, I'd see them say the last line, the last word of every line like the other person was saying. And but then at the end they did this whole dance that was based around something being said in sign language. And I so, guess yeah. you you uh Skype freaked out right there. What? Hello? Did I fix it? Did I fix it? Yeah, I I reset my like internet connection and called you back and got the Toronto voice, but we're good now. So now I'm noting. Oh no, to... I think it's it's on my it's on my end. I logged out and it apparently reset all of my things, so I'll just have to remember to do that from now on. All right, cool. I've got edit yeah. points marked, so we're golden. Now we're back. Uh, London, great. <laughs> uh, we went to the Harry Potter thing. That was kind of cool. <laughs> what were we talking about before, though? Uh, uh, Stonehenge, I think. Rocks. Okay. It, maybe you were done with that. I don't know. But okay. So uh, yeah, Harry Potter thing. How did you? Uh, how I, did you? I was. It was not there. I was not there for me. I was there for Katie being a supportive husband. I don't mm. really care about Harry Potter as we've discussed. Um, seeing yes. some of the practical effects were really cool. Going like down the alley and like, all right, fuck it. This is. I guess technically a spoiler <laughs> for this whole weird experience you can do out there. But you go into this room, you sit in this theater, you watch this movie, Daniel Radcliffe and the other two say ter terrible jokes. And then they're standing, yeah. they're standing in front of that do big door. The screen goes up. It's the big fucking door that they're standing in front of. That was dope. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then you go in the great hall. That's super cool, which is way smaller than I thought, but super cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was really, really like, it was cool to walk down it because it looks smaller from the edge and then you go through and you're like, well, okay, it might be the pace I'm walking, but it does feel a lot bigger than I thought it was originally. I thought um, like, how do they fit all those tables of kids in there? But uh, that might just be it, movie magic. Yeah, I think it's just editing. Um, we did like the nine and three quarters thing while we were there at Harry Potter as per your recommendation about not going to the quote real one that's at Paddington Station, I believe. No, not Paddington. I forget the station. Doesn't King, matter. King's Cross. That's I think. the one. King's Crossing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we looked on a map while we were on a train, and it came up that it was there. I'm like, oh, hey, look, it's that thing we're going to. Not here, though. <laughs> not here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was not like my scene, but it was really cool to see all those things and how they did some stuff. But like, of course, the money of the whole thing is the castle at the very end. Yes. Oh my yes, god. Yes, that was really cool. I took way too many pictures of that. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think if I were ever to write a story, I might actually create a model like that because I feel like that would really help with um with constructing stories and like making sure everything is placed correctly because I'm weird about that when I write things. No, I understand. <laughs> but yeah, I was super excited about it, and it just like I liked the the day and night cycle on it. I thought that was so cool. <laughs> it really brought it to life. Oh, uh, I only saw um, it at night, and it's like night mode. Oh, you probably went through it really quickly then, because if you stay for like a good few minutes, it'll shift over to day, and like all the lamps will turn off, and it'll just be like bright. Castle, I'll send you pictures. Please do. <laughs> okay. Even though I'm like not Harry Potter, I'm like yeah, what well, everything of that castle. <laughs> for sure so then our last stop on our honeymoon was dublin ireland which um like i we kind of went back and forth about the third place to go and eventually decided on dublin because dum dum here me thought it was touching england it's not that's not how geography works <laughs> so we oh. took so we took a plane from london to dublin and then wound up at our airbnb uh, Dublin was kind of us walking around realizing that literally everywhere serves Guinness at any time of day and cool. nobody cards and it's fine. Uh, <laughs> they have like a bunch of fancy donut places, which are cool. Um, and then every place is also seems to be a bar. Uh, but that's we, pretty great. Yeah, it was kind of cool. We had like a bunch of really good breakfast there and then debated day drinking, but almost didn't do it the whole time. <laughs> we went to the Guinness factory, which I don't know if you are a fan of Guinness. Um, I'm, I had it once on St. Patrick's Day. It's okay. 
having it from the tap at the factory, I personally think it's the same, but our Airbnb host thought I was out of my mind that I thought it tasted the same. <laughs> she thinks if it gets out of Ireland, it tastes like shit or shite, as she said. But um, yeah, I thought it was the same beer and not amazing, but we went to a Jameson tour and I'm not a big whiskey guy, but I, I could see myself owning a bottle of Jameson now because that stuff is kind of good. All right, fair. I've uh, never had it. It's a it's a smooth whiskey, like the Irish. All right. But coming back like to like the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> coming back to our our uh, B and B host, um, she was one of like we've done Airbnb maybe a dozen times now, and she was like an unbelievable host. Like when we got in there, <laughs> it, it was like kind of awkward because she she gave us like kind of an uncomfortable hug, and then did the like kiss on both cheeks kind of uh, European thing to which her daughter yeah. pointed out. She's like, what are you doing? You don't do that. That's so European of you. She's like, I don't know. They're <laughs> Americans. I kind of want to like humor them. So we, we laughed at that. And then like after she gave me a hug, she grabbed my beard. She's like, oh, big old beard. And she was like such a warm presence. And she gave us tips of all these things to do. But then one night we went down to this pub that her son recommended and we walked back after a couple beers and kind of were buzzed. And she, at the, on the side of hosting people, like, to stay at her place, she does, like, bread-making classes. Oh, cool. She takes her her grandma's old, old recipe, or maybe, like, great-grandma or something, for making uh, Irish soda bread. And she, te- mm-hmm. and she has, like, a class of people that make that while she also teaches you how to make Irish stew and something else. Oh, when the bread is cooking, everybody walks down to that same pub we went to, and she does, like, kind of uh, tastings and pairings of things about all these different beers. But when we got back from the pub when we went, she was doing a one-on-one um, class with this girl there. And after that girl left, she just hung out with us. She she just started filling us with wine, and we got so (laughs) drunk with her. And we stayed up to, like, 2 in the morning, and all she did was, like yell about how angry american politics make her and she made us feel so <laughs> stupid because she's like oh you hear so-and-so got fired from this department i'm like i didn't know that was a department i'm sorry <laughs> and and she just like rallied against like all these things she told us this amazing story where um she somehow monica Lewinsky came up oh it was like the hypocrisy of like the whole stormy daniels thing and how like Clinton like was impeached and all that stuff because he got a blowjob. She's mm-hmm. like, you know what's strange? Like, I met Bill Clinton once, and I would have given him a blowjob. And we're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> She's like, I I met him once, and like, I'm gonna use some of her phrasing because they were just dynamite. She's like, I didn't think he was that sexy. He walks up, he shakes my hand. She's like, hi, I'm Bill, and she said uh, something to the effect of. And my gash was like a monsoon. And oh, I was my like, God. And I was like, oh, my God. I've never heard that word. Those words combined like that. Jesus Christ. And she said he was like one of the sexiest people, like things she's ever experienced. And God, shoot, that woman's amazing. If you're ever she going, to, if you're ever going to Dublin, I got to get you her, her, her information because, God, everything about yes, that was great. Please. uh and then we came home and took about a week and a half to get used to sleeping in our own bed and not waking up at three in the morning but the cat liked the early mornings because she likes waking us up early for sure Uh, how was your kitty is she okay yeah she's good she when we got back there was like maybe an hour when she was like being standoffish and mad at us for leaving but then she curled up in my lap and things seemed okay oh Alvaro was our, our cat sitter and sent us pictures whenever we had Wi-Fi, and that was really nice of him, and we were able to uh, sleep easy knowing she's okay. Aww. And uh, she's outside the door meowing because she doesn't like when I'm in here with the doors closed, but she likes to <laughs> chew on my CDs and Katie's books when I record for attention, so. Oh, of course. She's yeah. mad at YouTube right now, so. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, I've had an adventurous few months. Um, there's stuff I, I have on my list that I'm just going to come back to in a future episode because it feels fairly evergreen. So, did you have anything else for us? For sure, yeah. Uh, I have something to teach you. Please and thank you. Uh, let me get my notes because I don't remember. Um, so, there's this creature that lives inside of a rock. Mm-hmm. And 
when you cut it, it looks like it's a living rock. It's called a Pyura chilensis. Ch- chilensis? I don't know. Um, but people eat them. So, like, <laughs> you need to look up pictures of this. It's P-Y-U-R-A-C-H-I-L-E-N-S-I-S. And they're, they they just kind of look like... Ew. Like barnacle yeah the like little bar- barnacle encrusted rocks and then you cut them open and they have like organs inside of them and people apparently scoop that stuff out and eat it so that's neat what's it taste uh, like it looks I, gross i don't know but uh, uh it is born male becomes hermaphroditic when it reaches puberty and then when it's ready to mate, it just releases sperm and eggs into the surrounding area. And then, like, if none of its kind are around, it'll just mate with itself and breed that way. So that's neat. Huh. Yep. That is a Pyura chilensis. <laughs> is it, though? Is that who said <laughs> Pyura chilensis. Uh, with my doctorate in... Um, making words up that is a certified answer of yes that is how you pronounce it fair enough (laughs) so for my actual recommendation of the show i am recommending uh, another podcast because of course i am uh so listeners longtime listeners which if you're stuck with us since the early episodes cool (laughs) weird why thanks um (laughs) Uh, this show was based, like, modeled after a couple other shows that I really liked, one of which, one of which was called the Nice Man Podcast, which about, like, three, four years ago, the two hosts on it stopped doing the show together, they got the whole thing, and they're not, they weren't friends for a while. Uh, one of the hosts went on to finally do another thing called the Have To Podcast, which is him, Zach, and this other guy named Zach just kind of shooting the shit much like this, but they have a couple segments in there. One of which where they kind of just rank things on a binary of ha- have to and can't. And uh, hearing Zach, <laughs> one of the Zachs specifically back in my life is really kind of weird because I started listening to their other show like eight years ago. And it's this weird kind of time trip in my mind. But it's also kind of cool to know that they're still out there doing that. And so are we because we're not super consistent, but like <laughs> we're still at it. <laughs> Not consistent at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, although I would like to give a special uh, shout out, and at this point, if you're still listening, good for you as well, to uh, Evil D. He called me out when I saw him at the local grocery store about where's the podcast. Here it is. Enjoy. Aww. Yeah, so. Uh, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I got married and went away and stuff, and law school's intense for Katie. Leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> Life. <laughs> uh, so, is that the show? Is that episode 70? I believe so. Wow, only 70? Jesus. I mean, yeah, 70 is also kind of a lot. I don't know. I mean, it is, but the prime, like, the majority of which we all did in the span of, like, a year. And then, Uh, like, after that. Can you believe we did this weekly at one point with a video component? That seems crazy to me now. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. I also think that's exactly why it became more, like, monthly by monthly. (laughs) All right. Let, like we say this every time that we need to do this more often let's not let it be like an entire season um yeah like we had good excuses this time but so we'll talk sooner uh but until yeah, then if you'd sure. like to talk to us you can email us at blipcast at gmail.com we're on twitter at blipcast and facebook.com slash blipcast i'm at overcord she's at lady Laumies. thank you for listening bye, is bye. How, what is that how i end it i think something yeah, like that. yeah yeah that's correct cool. Hello? Trial? Toronto? Oh god, it's doing that fucking thing again. Trial? Trial? Tell him you love him. Is he on? Toronto? 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 No, it's not, even, it's not even Toronto. It's Toronto, which sounds like a Toronto. name. Like the Fast and Furious? Dude, I don't know. I've never what? seen a second of Fast and Furious. <laughs>
He says he hasn't probably seen a second of Fast. And that's not true. You've seen, like, advertisements. So that uh, constitutes more than a second. Why, why does that count? I've never seen it on purpose <laughs> in a theater. quarter no. mile at a time. <laughs> that was sexual. <laughs> that's how long his penis is? A quarter mile? Uh, is that how long your penis is? A quarter mile? <laughs> Do you want it to be? God, your voice is so bassy. <laughs> he says your voice is heavenly and he loves you and he wants to marry you instead of Katie. <laughs> Direct Katie. I love you, Daniel. Love you too. She's not even here to defend herself. Poor thing. Uh, Toronto. 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 You know, I actually record it. I'm going to leave it in as bonus content this time. So I, okay. people don't think I'm crazy because I think it, it came up in another episode. The last, yeah, I think it's too the last time. The last one from like a year ago. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it ha- things happen. Things happen. Like honeymoons. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's actually start before we do that. Yeah, I figured that'd be a good call. <laughs> uh, so many moments in the uh, bonus content end with me going uh as I try to remember how to start this. A Catbox Production.